welcome back to Weebology. Thanks, y'all, for coming back to class. I am your monochromatic and highly lumatic Professor Ricky. Um, wow. Yeah. That was... That was something, I'll tell you that. I appreciate it. I don't know if that's a compliment, but I do appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm Ethan, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, so blasé, but uh, we it's have... It's just that, you know, this is like every day for me, you know? Is it every day? Yeah. My, uh, my... I'm always in the lab cooking up stuff in the crock pot. <laughs> cooking it up in the crock pot? I am uh, on my uh, journey to the light from the void. I had a little slippage this week. I just had a lot of work to do. Work got crazy this week, but you know I'm still on the climb, and uh, things are looking up. Ethan, how is your life without your favorite show? Yeah, so uh, like I was gonna say, <laughs> now that Black Clover has stopped, um, nothing is okay. Oh no! Um, everything has burned down. No. Um, <laughs> And this finally sucks. So thanks, it thanks, the universe. Finally sucks for Ethan. You were resilient for a long time. I, I don't want this nail in your coffin for you, but it, it is the way the world goes. Yeah, um, fortunately, I do have like a freaking thick backlog to get through. We don't, we all. Yeah, I have. Um, we have a laundry list now. Thank you all for submitting shows in. We've actually had a lot of people write in on shows that we should be watching, have yet to check out, and should do episodes on. Um, the one I currently just started finally is High uh, High Score Girl. Actually, really enjoying it so far. Yeah, I'm like uh, essentially done with first or second season. Who the hell knows? Yeah, I think there's two seasons. I'm I gave it the three, um, but uh, I finally stopped like IVing Corcoranol Basket to actually get through the backlog of the stuff we need to get through. Very nice. But on the concept of sports anime, today we're going to be doing a quick little segment talking about the second half of Haikyuu to the top, the fourth season of the highly hyped, properly oh, yeah. so, oh, sports yeah. anime. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's a, it's a pretty good half. I think... Um, Looking at the season as a whole, which we'll talk about kind of at the end of us of rambling about it, um, it definitely feels like it's leading to better things. Do you, do you kind of agree with that? It definitely feels like it's about to lead into a season of pure liquid hype. Oh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're in the national freaking tournament, <laughs> we're folks. We're the freaking nationals, baby. Nationals. Like, <laughs> um, I'm uh, Well, so like the first half, which we already did our episode on. Mm -hmm. was 39. All Go check it out. Yeah, and come back 39. if you want to. It's all views, baby. It's all views. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gravy. It's all gravy. It was baby. all about uh, basically each of the individual piece pieces of the puzzle were training in their various ways. Um, Kageyama and his national boys squad were, were national boys boysing in, in Tokyo. <laughs> and then um, Hinata and uh, Suki. Suki, uh, yeah. whatever his name is. I can't remember his full name. Uh, uh, Suki, yeah. Suki, Suki. Suki. Uh, uh, Suki. Glassy boy supreme. Yeah, yeah, supreme. Boy. Koi uh, boy. They were doing like the freshman tournament or just like the, the. Even though Hinata broke in. Oops. That was pretty funny. Yeah. So where we are uh, after we talked about the first half is they had all had their moments apart. They had all had their training in their respectable ways. He not went to be a ball boy in the best way. Cause he got to see the volleyball court from a brand new perspective. Kageyama was approached with talent that he, 
you know, hadn't rarely been exposed to and tried to work with people that weren't necessarily his team. And then they all had to try in the second half to slam all that separate experience back into a cohesive uh, volleyball machine, which doesn't exactly start out super hot, interestingly enough. Yeah, so they actually did a, like, pre-tournament um, like tournament arc almost. With- it was like a practice match uh, yeah, yeah. with Date Tech, the Iron Wall version 2.0. Yeah, which has gotten nutty. They basically have started to apply guest blocking and read blocking into their Iron Wall with that crazy dude up front who can just react, and he just is good at what he does. So the Iron Wall of sometimes two becomes more consistently the true Iron Wall of three of a triple block scenario. And... That middle, I, I honestly God don't remember his name, but he's he looks pretty out there and Aoni is the the A- white haired kid. Yeah, but it was the other guy who did the guest blocking, right? Or did the Aoni do the guest blocking? One of them did on the front three. I think what they did is they're having two always go, and then the third yeah. guy is supposed to like exactly roam. And I think it's just dependent on the position. It works. It's a very powerful tool, and uh, it. it it's a good practice match because it not only shows that the rest of the teams they're exposed to are also getting better, but it kind of presented a proper challenge, proper pressure to get the um, Karasano team back in full swing of sorts. And uh, we kind of well, saw... how do you feel? Because like, they started yeah, off bad. It was really rough. And a lot of it had to do with Kageyama kind of reverting back to his old lonely kingly ways you know he was kind of for lack of a better term and to only put this as elegantly as two professors can a real dick he's a real piece of shit like he so this was actually something i really struggled with because okay. <laughs> like i feel like the whole three seasons were to get him to not be a dick yeah and I, then all of a sudden they're telling him be a dick and i'm like what <laughs> that was pretty funny when he was told at the camp we mentioned it in our last episode about this uh that he was called a goody two shoes and it really rustled his jimmies it really got under his skin um but i don't think that was actually the reason why he reverted i think he was just exposed to so much raw talent and uh couldn't maybe recognize after that exposure that there is much more power and merit in a well-oiled machine rather than just individual talents trying to try to come together in a slapdash team. Um, but he couldn't separate the two. Remember that it was a uh, Hori Horishima or the the kid that was the equivalent of Hinata, who was the crazy jumper short boy that he met in the national it's like training. Hoshi something. Hoshishima or something like that. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call him. I don't tiny know. owl boy tiny owl boy he looked like an owl he was very owl-esque yeah. but uh yeah he basically had such good jumping form that he was keeping up with if not exceeding he not his natural jumping ability um so he uh not only took that as oh i can take this back to my team but he almost felt like there was a disparity between him and the rest of his team internally that i am so much better because of this training and you guys are not keeping up with me because he yelled at, he was uh, he yelled at um their Libra or Libro. Yeah, I, well, I don't know why I can't remember his name right now, but um, considering he's like literally one of my top three favorite characters in the whole show. It was like Ni something, Ni Nihoshim, Ni 
Hey, you know what? We're not linguistes. We are okay with not remembering names. But yeah, so uh, I actually had planned to do this episode like a lot sooner, but we just had so much to talk about. Like, it almost is like we could we could honestly get away with doing a full episode every single day, and we'd have plenty to talk about. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not saying that we're ever gonna do that. So just chill out. <laughs> um, just chill out. Everyone at home is just <gasps> just gasping yeah. for new content. Nishinoya, I think. Nishinoya. Um, thank you guys. That's what a, what memory recall. Thanks. Only took him 55 seconds, but it was. You good. didn't even have a freaking shot. I knew it was an end name. This kid had no clue. It, be- it started with Nishi. You called him Nichi. Nichi Nichi Moya. Called him Nichigo Kurosaki. Nihau, Nihau know-how. Nihau know-how, Anywho, obviously. Uh, so, actually, I think that was the exact last episode for the first half. It was, yeah, because that was the last moment where he basically did Rolling Thunder. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then said, dude, you're in the way. And everyone, what he said it really dickishly. But I, I wanted to talk about that moment since we stopped there because it was revealed that he didn't necessarily mean it to be like get the hell out of my way but he had gotten so much better that he's already thinking three or four moves ahead that his rolling thunder was getting in the way of the back spikers like the back plays and um it's something that you know these other players that didn't get to uh have the privilege of going to these higher level camps they didn't get to evolve in such a way but i think that's where the disparity happened he couldn't come in as a mentor he came in as a king which is really interesting that might just have been him reverting um but uh he not well, a com- I, th- I think yeah. they do like a really decent job of showing that this kid has like zero social skills he really does like he, he really honestly does. looks like he's got like i don't know asperger's or something where he's like really has a hard time connecting with everyone the only person yeah. he can connect with is shoyo and he does it in like such a weird way Right, and I, I think uh, that it's kind of speaking to the idea that, you know, he's a prodigy at this. He's yeah, a yeah, one yeah. in a million talent at this, but it's clear yeah. that it's not everything. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and, like, I think – so, basically, after he explains to him the reason that he bitched him out, everyone's like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of that sense. That makes a lot of sense, but, dude – And we did not expect that at all because – uh, even Rio is like, who are you talking to, dude? <laughs> I think it's funny that only after a week of being exposed to national level talent that he forgot what it's like to be on a team as close knit as Karasuno because he, um, he came back expecting to do all the work. He even yelled at them in episode seven or eight saying, um, the one called literally called return is about the return of the, the bitchy King. So to return speak. to the King, return to the King, baby, Lord uh, of the Rings style, Lord of the Rings. And he basically <laughs> sans <was> Mordor, <laughs> sans Mordor, but the eye of Sauron still as, yeah. uh, Kageyama is expect inspecting the field and has basically future sight volleyball style. Um, but you know, his <laughs> team, his team comes back and, uh, Hinata even more than the others saying, Dude, you've gotten so much better, but remember, we're still a team, dude. Like, we're still us. We're still the Crows. Uh, don't forget that. And he kind of snaps him back into place. Um, I actually, like, I didn't really notice that he was that much better, to be honest. But I think it might have been, like, he's overthinking it now. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, He's really, really in his head. And even the coach is like, dude, you got to calm your shit because you're like. <laughs> yeah, you told him like, dude, you got to sit down and simmer, my boy. You are simmer heated down. and hot and bothered. But it's something I actually wanted to bring up because it's something that 
But then they were okay with him being a douchebag. Like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, they wanted to take charge, but doing so with high communication skills. Like, definitely pinging your teammates, getting the vibe, getting everyone's feel. How are my, how are my sets? Was that spike good for you? How can I adjust? But still be a little bit assertive about it all. Um, but I miss Oikawa. <laughs> you miss Oikawa? He's he, cool, though. He's I, easily the coolest guy in the whole show. He is super cool. But the, the one thing I wanted to bring up, uh, that you know, I think speaking to how it, you didn't feel like Kageyama got that much better. This is what sports end games look like, in my opinion. Like a good, well constructed sports end game where you've you've oscillated between training arcs of these wild. Like think back in season one, right? Them developing that crazy ultra fast quick that felt like a huge jump. But then later in this season four, just Hinata learning a different jump form, which we'll get to, felt to me similarly big, right? But that's such a finite, even him learning split step in the first half of the season. Like, that's so minor. And yet, we're all now playing at a level that's so elite when it comes to this crew that every now little thing has the same weight. Brilliantly written to go from these big swings of skill to these little oscillations of betterment of these tweaks of form both feel heavy. And I I think that's a merit of a good sports anime where you can have late game adjustments, small as they may be, still feel weighty. And that's super cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you 100%. I think this is like an absolute masterclass of how you keep it interesting, but you don't have to ramp it up to like ridiculous levels. Like I think this is yeah. this is where like traditional shonen potentially have it wrong, is mm-hmm. yes it's really dope to see new powers, but the problem is when your new power is like, I mean, I can pretty much destroy the world with the snap of my thumb you know fingers. <laughs> yeah. Your next power better be I can destroy a universe with the, you know <laughs> yeah. the flutter of my eyelashes. Yeah, I shouldn't blink too hard or I'll wipe out a continent. Whoops. Right. Um. Like I don't know. I think. Yeah, the ability, and I think it also helps that Hinata started with one insane innate ability, right? Which is like, I don't even want to call it instincts. I just want to call it like crazy reactive. It's pure athleticism, right? Yeah, and that's like it. So now he's able to constantly put tools in his toolbox to become a more all rounder and synergize with his squad. I'm trying to use a lot of um, ooh buzzwords yeah and, and buzzy uh, they are i'm, I'm yeah, buzzed yeah, over yeah. here just just listen to that shit okay um but i, I think just th- so you guys know if uh, you're ever in a meeting with me at work uh, that's all i'll be doing is synergy out- <laughs> yeah. optimization yeah. um innovation um uh, of course <laughs> <laughs> slice of life wait what uh, what happened yeah. there? dang it oh wait. no oh his, le- his weeb is uh, leaking sorry, in, boss. in the business I meant, meeting i meant slice of metal <laughs> <laughs> I, I read stand up as shonen meaning at 9 a.m <laughs> whoops awkward sorry about talking about power systems but I, I think what we're seeing now when it comes to master class how do you pick it out when it comes to sports anime or even just these heavy action stuff and i think the word that comes to mind is focus you know we're we're honing in you know as you get closer to refining a diamond you have crude pressure and crude changes to go from coal to like a diamond but as you get to the late game it's about polish you know it's i think the other thing that really helps it is hinata is not in the game 100 percent of the time they're doing better about you know utilizing more uh, Sugu- uh sugawara i think is sugawama 
um, the white haired white haired pinch uh, server guy, or the old he's a setter, right? Yeah, Sugawara is a setter. He's a setter. Who's uh, Yamaguchi? Is the pinch server? I think so. And there's okay. another pinch server coming up the pipe as well. Uh, Kinoshita. <laughs> Why he knows the, I don't, the I, third I, guy on this. the pine. <laughs> look the dude's riding the pine well, hardcore. He knows him. Well, he um, that's the thing. Uh, there was a moment. I think it was. I don't know if it was during date tech or I think it was during date tech, uh, but it wasn't Subaki Hara, which was the first round of nationals. Um, during date tech or whatever one of those games. Uh, he tries to hide. He's one of the first years maybe and tries to yeah, hide yeah, yeah, that's right. in in the bench. And then coach is just like, ah, 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 quit that shit. You know what? Get in the game. You're done. I'm done with this whole vanishing act. Um, and he comes in and scores one and tells him, hey, don't downplay your abilities, but quit the shit. Like, you're part of the team and you, you're you going to have to play. And Kinoshita is just like, oh, yes, sir. Um, but they're doing a really good job of utilizing all of their assets. Now they have to. And that's where you get good, compelling character stories. He had a spotlight moment. And I think anyone who's played a sport, maybe in, you know, back in your school days or whatever, and maybe have felt that experience, like your, your time to shine, so to speak, right? Um, that's real. I think that's a very relatable storyline in the late game, you know? So uh, I think, you know, one thing that really sets Haikyuu apart and, you know, specifically in this season too, um, all the other seasons as well, but specifically this season is like even the people that um, Karasuno are playing against, like you kind of like them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every team's got their quirk. Every team's got those uh, uh, handful of players that are just fun. Um, and uh, I found uh, Date Tech maybe not as in Deering, Hinata and um, uh, Aone, or his name is, yeah, uh, yeah, white, yeah. big white haired guy, their respect for each other has always been very endearing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet. They literally bow to each other at the end of their matches, just like, okay, I respect you as a player. That that new kid's going to be interesting, too. Kanagawa, I think his name is. Oh, yeah. With the, like, I think he's got, like, blonde hair with that weird black spike in the front oh shit oh yeah <laughs> the like freaky talent that they have Remember, oh like super yeah. tall kid yeah yeah from day tech yeah like um, he's got a lot better from that freshman camp and i think even like you know hinata and all those guys were ending up helping him one thing i did wonder in your opinion mm -hmm. did would you have expected hinata to just play ball boy do you think that goes against his character because i now that the, i thought about it a lot yeah I'm like, I think he would have gone back to his, to his fucking team and started playing because his like whole character is I want to play as much as possible, right? And like like even he would play with like old ladies. That's true. Um, and so I, like now he's being literally excluded from playing and he's okay with just kind of sitting and waiting unless he's finally like turning the corner and like maybe the stern talking to he was given by his two. Uh, his coach and Takeda, maybe that like finally got through to him. I don't really know. I think what it was um, that really did it was when coach told him, don't underestimate what it takes to be a ball boy. Because I think up to that point, he really was still in that mode of playing as king, like playing is how I'm going to get better. But I, I think that, you know, do I think he would have wanted to be a ball boy? No, until he gave it a try. And then he learned about perception and learning 
you know, game anticipation and having more of a predictive attitude rather than a reactive one. Because like we've talked about, he's literally a crazy ball of instinct and athleticism, and that's gotten him by so far. And just that coupled with game experience is good enough for him. But when he finally got to see the field from a different perspective, I guess court might be, um, when he starts receiving is when he starts to see the merit, right? Because he, he was a shit receiver. The guy couldn't receive to save his life. But then as he started to observe and be a ball boy, he was trying to catch the ball and then later have that same predictive aspect to receive it. So in short, do I think he would have wanted to be a ball boy? No, until he was. And then he saw the merit of it. And I think that's a huge growth point for he not his character that there's a different aspect of this game he was never considering well i think he's gonna make him like a genuine star now that he's gonna like learn that you can jump with both feet like what an idiot what an okay (laughs) um learn like how to receive how to do all this stuff i think they'll start taking him out of the game less yeah um and i i think that's like one thing i've kind of wondered is like obviously I can't remember all these guys' names for some reason right now, but there's a lot of names. Asai is, yeah, Asai. Yeah, he's the ace still, right? But mm-hmm. Hinata is a bona fide star already. People, but he's like yeah. humble enough to not be like, you gotta leave me in the game. You know what I mean? Like he's I, still out there for the team. Like yeah. if he's gotta go out for you know pinch server or swapping someone out to disrupt the other team, he's all about it. He's still itching to go back in, but yeah, he understands. Like, He's like the best teammate ever. He really is. When I played, you know, comp- competitive sports and I was like not playing, I was like pretty uninterested in the game. <laughs> yeah, because it's not me, baby. Yeah. I'm not the star here. Give me more ice time, daddy. <laughs> ice time. I um, I, I think this second half was really uh, love letter kind of is a weird, but I, I'll, I'll use it. Love letter to the character of Asai because he was... Huh? He was the one who smashed Date Tech to win it. And when we go to the first round of Nationals, he was the final point to clinch the game. I don't recall any he, of that. He was slamming. Like, this was a whole thing because this Nationals is kind of like Daichi and Asai and uh, Sugawarma, or I don't know what his name is, but. Shwarma. Shwarma, <laughs> White Hair Boy Supreme. I don't know. All these third years, this is their moment. This is really theirs. Like, yeah, this you is their probably life. just said third years, huh? You know, I could have, but how how fun is it to not? Yo, <laughs> we're missing something. What are we missing? Manager chick. Uh, she had her like Ki- whole Kiyoko? story arc, dude. Ki- Kyoko with her, uh, um, with the bag. Yeah. Everything? So for whatever reason. Hinata had this exact same bag as a five-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> which again. That seems yeah. pretty much on brand. It kind of tracks. It tracks for um, sure. Um, and he gives it to. Well, he grab. He just grabs the wrong one. No, right? no, no. He gave it to someone to hold it while he went to the bathroom, and that kid put it down, and oh, uh, right, it ended up right. swapping with some random kid that was in that uh, like side. Basically, it was another gym across town that they were using to warm up. Yes. And uh, they get to the first round, and uh, what's his face? Shoyo is like, uh, dudes, I don't have my shoes. Bros? I'm going to have to go barefoot all natural if and someone. Kiyoka swings in like Tarzan and oh, says, Oh, she's the best. I'm going to grab Yo, it. fam, I've got this. And she 
dead ass books it. And she goes through her old history of her used to be a track and field hurdler. And um, there, did you like that scene? Oh, that whole that like her her history as she goes and says, "I'm gonna do what I can for this team." I'm a manager, but I used to play sports. I, I I liked it for what it was. I I think they really milked that sucker, though. I think they really milked it. Well, so if you really think about it, she hasn't had too much spotlight. Though. That's okay. Yeah, that's this is that was her. And moment. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to show like she has put in a lot of work behind the scenes because it did show like some of that too from a yeah. managerial standpoint, mm-hmm. where like she was. 100% into the track and field stuff. She got hurt in the hurdles and then now yeah. she's 100% into the manager. Um and so I I don't know. I just think they were just trying to give her her time to shine cuz like this is her last, you know, rodeo as well. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know. I thought it was really really nice that they did that for her. I I just I was just thinking about being a third person perspective on seeing this girl with a bag hurdle like a street like barricade it's just like out of nowhere it's just like do you just fucking clear that with like 10 extra feet like yeah. what, what the hell are you like, doing just look over and i'm just like out here with a bun and just oh shit okay that's a, a red bean paste bun of course yeah uh, or as what? as brox is in pokemon this beautiful cheeseburger <laughs> of course the mm. cheeseburger yeah i love these cheeseburgers but no it was it was a good moment it was overall a good moment for kyoko and um look at him guys he doesn't like shonen ramen he just completely hated that moment <laughs> what a sexist pig i'm 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 a pig of myself no it, but i just think you know it'd have been nice to see more of those scattered throughout but she like you said they really didn't give her the credence I think she deserved throughout the season. So they kind of just like a uh, moment, moment. We need to build a moment. And then they just, they built one and it was just felt cheesy, but it was still, it was still heartwarming. I mean, I'm not too upset by it, but. <laughs> so what I'm gathering is you actually hated this second half of the season because of that scene with a burning passion, burn <laughs> it all, throw it in the trash, reshoot the whole thing. All That's right. Five. Production IG. You've got your hands <laughs> cut out for you. Season five. Nah, give me what I want. Give me what this one lowly professor needs, and that's a that's here's a what season. I need. I need all the the team members to go down with an injury, and Kyoko has to come in. Yeah, Kyoko <laughs> is a one man, one woman. Excuse me, team. This berserker on the court and just sets, receives, and spikes for herself. And uh, actually, she only serves like she doesn't need anything else. But she just hits hits so much heat. Twenty five zero sweeps nationals. She wins it all. Yeah, this isn't a story about Hinata or Kageyama. This and is they a story. just give her like the prime ministership. Like, <laughs> You're great at volleyball. Here you go. You're the queen of Japan. <laughs> now. <laughs> now what go can t- we do for you, my your highness? Bring me all the world's volleyball players. I shall challenge them all with my serve. Pink. <laughs> well, it, was a good, it was a good time. Um, they That leads into nationals and uh, they play their first uh, their first round, which they do, in fact, spoilers win. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, but it was like messy win. Suki Bahara, uh, Subakihara was the school. Um, was that the one that Maya Kageyama's former teammate was on, or is that Inarizaki, the second one? Where I have no effing clue. Okay, so it wasn't that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that I think that school. Was that the school where Kageyama could, literally couldn't get his serve right because of how high 
the Nationals gym yeah, ceiling yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. That was a little interesting to me. Again, going back to the whole. Uh, yeah, I think. It, that's maybe. When he, yeah, because that's when he was adjusting to the gym for the first time. They all were. They yeah. were all struggling. So. Um, you know, it just got lost in the lights. It's just <laughs> so far up there, you know? Yeah. Limelight, limelight blinded our boy. Um, he. I thought it was. So they played two teams in this season. One, The first one was like the, the like not very good team, but they were like very hyped. Like yeah. Never gave up on any. Right. They were they were just effort on effort. And I don't think that was the one that he was losing in the lights, but I do think they sucked hard and they like barely won. Yeah, they they brought in um pinch servers at the end. Um they couldn't get a quick off. No, no, that was the one where Kagame couldn't do it cuz they that was the reason why they couldn't get their quick off. Because you get trying to adjust and adjust. Well, um, that but also Shoyo just didn't swing a couple of times. Now that that moment when he tried his new jump out was in the second game. God, that, that was how. Okay, so paint. Here's let us paint you a picture. You're in the second round of the Inner High National Tournament. You are a kid with the most crazy jumping ability. You learn. I don't know how this is even fucking possible, but a new jump. Okay, and you are so impressed by your own jump. You forget to spike the ball in <laughs> volleyball. What the fuck? <laughs> like, like, okay, everyone around him was impressed by the size of his jump. That's cool. It was quite a jump. You know what? That sounds really bad. I know. It was quite a jump, I guess. But he nodded. Swing, my dude. Swing, please, for the love of God. And this is that was the last episode of the season where he didn't swing at the ball. I don't know that, that that didn't that didn't piss me off per se, he's but just it made like, me. He's always struggled with like so mad <laughs> doing too many things at once, right? Yeah, and like this has happened in the past where he's like just focusing on one thing, like keeping his eyes open, and now he sucks at he can't hit it. Right? Yeah, not and even. And then he learned how to do that. Now he's jumping way too high, and then forgets this point. <laughs> or you know, and now Kagiyama's got his own own issues where all of a sudden he's. He's throwing them all over the map, and he's not even close on a lot of them. He does lock in eventually, I think, in the first game. But that was also the one where Hinata takes it to the chest. There's yeah, that yeah, moment yeah. where he basically – he's trying to practice receiving, and everyone can tell, whoa, Hinata's getting really good at receiving. Flash cut to him taking it right – No, in the face. He gets smacked in the face. Was that the face? Yeah, dude. Well, he, got, he hit it with something that wasn't supposed to be hit. His and, face. <laughs> but that saved the point. He stopped Which, it with his face. Oh God! But what was the um? What's what? that? What's that? An old video, Scott. Um, he's like the soccer goalie for Yale or something against UNC. This is starting to ring a bell. And they keep, keep going. They keep shooting, and he keeps blocking with his face. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Inadvertently, but then like one at the end, he's like so freaking messed up and concussed that he's like trying to crawl away. And the guy, <laughs> the, the kicker, like, ties his shoe, and then Scott looks over and gets beamed in the face at the very <laughs> last moment. That's that's Hinata to a T when it comes yeah. to receiving. He'll do it any way he can for the for his team. But, um, yeah, that first game was really messy. It was just a, it was a slugfest. And, uh, uh, again, Asai cam- comes in and runs train at the very end, and uh, they, they clinch it. And I, like I said, this is Scott Sterling. Scott Sterling. Yeah, look up that video, everybody. Scott, Scott Sterling. <laughs> they um, 
I like the way they use the third years in the second half of this fourth season. I think it's important that they do. Daishi gets his moments. Um, Asai gets his moments. And you almost have to at this point, right? They yeah. need, they need their, they need their moment. This is their moment. So, I mean, like it still sucks that Sugawara is kind of like on the outside. Um, but I think that they're going to have to use it a lot more than they did actually previously because Kageyama still seems really frazzled. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what his deal is. Like, yeah, he, he was all all like been out of shape about being called a goody two shoes for some unknown reason. And then now he's like been given free reign to be a douchebag. And so he's like, OK, with that. But now he like seems to kind of suck. So I think I think what that is, is I think he used to equate his raw um, prodigal talent with that shit attitude of being the lonely king on the court. Right. And then when he start to learn to work in a team with Karasuno, other members of, you know, like the best members in Tokyo kind of came over. That one dude was just like, you're at heart kind of a pretty, you know, good at two shoes, aren't you? And I think that went in direct contrast to how he sees himself on the court as the best. I'm the leader. I'm the setter. I'm the control tower of the court. Um, I think that might be where the disparity internally with him is coming from. I don't know, but I, I I'm in agreement I'm in agreements with you that it's just uh, I, I don't know I don't why know. he's I, sucking so hard. So what I felt like is maybe when Oikawa was giving him all those pointers and stuff on purpose or not on purpose I don't know right um kind of to taunt him he was like have you asked them what they prefer kind of stuff that's yeah it seems like he's kind of he's taken his ceiling down in order to be able to play with his teammates. And I think what he's understanding from the goody two-shoes as well as, like, I can't remember who else said something, but they're basically saying, like, you need to be setting at the optimal spot and your team needs to be making that happen. You remember that one time he, he, he it, when he was in the Nationals camp, he set really high to that really tall guy. Right. And he's like, that guy's the same height as Suki, and Suki needs to start doing that, right? And then yeah. later on, he literally, like, in the middle of a game has this outburst where he basically says, you guys need to play better. Or <laughs> yeah. Something that, like that. Like that's what he's saying. Like, you guys need to, and that's, then that's when he reverts. But I think it, he was told by people like Oikawa when, you know, you should not be dictating how you, the other team members should play. You need to basically, that's what makes Oikawa so good is because he's the opposite. He works with the team to be like, it doesn't matter how you hit it low, high, wide, whatever, but whatever your optimal point is, I will make that happen for you. You don't make my sets work. I make your spikes work. You are the dictator to how I play. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I'm feeling like Kageyama currently just wants to do the perfect set. Does that really mean the same thing for everybody? I think that's what his journey's always been. Yeah, I know. I'm saying I feel like he's honestly reverted back to the, the king king where he was just doing fast sets and really high and all this stuff. But now he feels like he's got enough experience to where he's got to tell them, like, I know you can do this. So he's still thinly veiling it as, like, a motivational, like, speech almost. Yeah. Because, like, even with um, Shoyo, like, normally he gives him shit and stuff like that. But this time he's like, I know you can jump high. Yeah. Because I've seen other people jump high. That's actually a good point. It's like, I know you can because they can. 
Right. Didn't then there a moment where they both where little Owlboy and Hinata meet up and like Owlboy is like, What's your height? What's your weight? What's your like height like uh max reach? What is this? What's yeah, that? Yeah. And um I found it weird that, you know, you would think Hinata would have the same energy back at him, but I like that they had introduced a character that is almost like a mirror, but maybe a little farther along in their journey than Hinata. He feels a little bit further in. Well, he's like a genuine, like, True. he's the genuine article. He's like Little Giant 2.0. They keep doing, like, articles on him and stuff in that magazine. And, oh, like, yeah, yeah, Everyone's still overlooking Karasuno. Um, obviously, this guy made it to that national camp, so, like, he's at least He's rated. good, yeah. Um, I, I, Man, I'm sorry. I just can't get over the fact that <laughs> I learned a new way to jump, Mom. I learned a new way to jump. How is that? How did that work? Why did it work? Why did learning a new way to jump work? I don't know. I don't know. It um, did because it looked good. They put some Sakuga in that bitch. Oh, like, yeah. I, I honestly I was like, what? That was the best scene animation-wise <laughs> the entire season with that, that specific jump. Yeah. And then he whiffs on the hit. I don't. There's something about the way that Haikyuu does escalation and de-escalation so well. That moments that should feel like a fuck up, like he's not getting hit in the face, turns into oh he just saved the point to save us from an opposing match point, or like oh he just learned to jump literally higher than ever before as a character whose entire thing is jumping, and then they de-escalate the whole situation by him whiffing. Yeah, they they do that a lot and fairly well, but I I think like you can really feel the gravity and the velocity essentially of yeah. these frames during all these like crazy jumping sakuga. hell yeah like it's they totally do i think they do it a lot better than a lot of other um shows but like it also kind of reminds me of you know how at the end of mm-hmm. the chimera anarch um when gone goes like adult form yeah and then there's a, just the drastic lines and like the shading is crazy oh yeah like i think things like that really show like the audience um the gravity of a situation like obviously gravity is not a visible thing but that's right? the thing in anime it can be right that's the best part just about like this medium. pressure yes in, in bleach exactly. you literally see somebody like with a lot of strength come into a, a scene because you can like feel the pressure through you know the visual arts but what's cool about this show is like they don't have they it's like a perceived pressure it's not really there you know what i mean right just the way that things are drawn and put into motion and storyboarded like the, the well, one- because they'll even have like the the opposing team be like wow or something right. like that right right I, the one thing that I, it's funny man like every time i go watch a scene like that that has such weight that perceived felt weight to it just through the pure uh animation and the storyboarding i go back to i know this sounds a little weird but it was at the man of steel where like the actual live action movie superman versus general zod and that fight is like two gods duking it out there are moments, so many moments in anime that feel like they have so much gravity when, you know, in that movie, the CGI gives it visual weight. But some scenes in anime, way more mundane, a.k.a. a single jump on a single volleyball court, can have a similar, if not more pronounced effect, right? And 
I always go back to that right there is a good example of how anime can be such a compelling medium because you can make something so small seem so big, right? Just a jump. And yet people were dumbfounded at this kid doing a jump. And I was dumbfounded that he fucking whiffed. I almost, <laughs> I almost wonder if it's not the fact that, like, it really isn't that crazy of a jump, right? Right. But what I'm wondering is if it's a, they're showing you what the spectators and the people that don't know about Karas know or seen. Do you know what I mean? Their own shock and awe. Right. Like, right. And so, like, that's, that's why they make it. it look nuts because to all these people, they don't know who these guys are. They're like, yo, what the hell? Yeah, that kid just jumped four feet Ooh, in the air. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Rut row raggy. Just Tim Allen Scooby Doo all over everybody. Um I don't know. That's just an interesting little thought he Yeah. Now um so the final final match mm-hmm. that is basically about to start in season five. Inarizaka. Yeah. And it's basically this like insane school. They have like a crazy ton of fans. They have there. a they have a marching band yeah. shit there and um that's that was Mia. Uh, that the guy who used to be a team member with Kagayama because he does that first serve and tells all the fans to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And that actually I loved because he always criticized Kagayama for having the same attitude of I'm the focus, everyone else be quiet and just like stop. This Maya guy who criticized Kagayama so hard for doing that did that to his uh, fans. I don't know. To don't his fans. So. The dudes you're talking about are the two twins. Was that a twin? Does yeah. he have a twin? The twins, which were from the national camp, not from. Oh. Um, the guy who called him Goody Two-Shoes is the one that told his fans to shut up. Okay. Because he whiffed his insane serve. I think his name is is M-I-Y-A. Yeah. Maya. Me, I think it was like Miu or something. Mia Miu, whatever. I don't know. Um, they me, have like basically the same name. It's just backwards. Yeah, Miso Soup. Um, they're stupid. Oh God. Um, but yeah, and then when when uh uh Karasuno would serve, the other team would boo and and you know basically throw uh slurs and shit at him. Not really slurs, but you know, you know, dirty crow, bo- dirty is crow boys. Mia Osamu. Okay. And his brother is... We are prolonging our fucking content, dude. <laughs> okay, let's just move the hell on. But I think it'll be very yeah, interesting I get what next season, man. And, like, these guys are wild. Yeah, they're pretty uh, heavy hitters, so... I think if you, if you were to base it off of, like, the perception that they have on the court, like, Karasuno's about to get smoked. Yeah, no. They really are. Especially Unless they, can, they have not been playing well at they all. They got to buck up. And I think that this is where they're going to buck up, which is going to be great. Um, but uh, overall, this season, how'd you feel? What, what were your thoughts? Um, I mean, it was like a lot of training, a lot of like me and another team happened to be at the same hotel kind of situation. Yeah. Which is like such a trope apparently. It is. In my in my opinion, I think the first half of this season was much stronger than the second. I think the way they went about training arcs this late in the game really spoke volumes about um their their ability to write in progression even in the late game and have personal stakes and Change a character up in, in a very believable yeah, way. I don't know. I think it's because the second half, you just see him getting their shit rocked, but still winning. Right? 
right? I guess maybe, yeah. Um, maybe that that just showed the the potentially damaging effects of like teammates going off to be validated as individual stars and then having to come back and re-oil that machine. Play with right? these plebeians. Yeah, exactly. But that was the energy that some of them came back with. So, um, I, uh, I, I give me I, a rating. Seventy-eight. I actually think it was maybe 77. I think it was weaker than... Wait, the whole season was The whole season. Oh, it was a 77. Christ. I think if you want to go the first six was maybe 85, and then the second half was maybe like a 70, 71 for me. Um, I think it was still pretty strong, but I think coming off of season three, which could have been one of the hypest sports Wait, anime say seasons. Say that again. So episodes one through six get like an 85. Okay. And the second half of the season four, it gets maybe a 70 or 71 for me. Which round out to a whole season of about 77 in my in my head. So wow. that, uh, I'm just saying, again, not a bad season, but it was clearly a transitionary from one of the most hype sports or even just action anime seasons I've ever seen, um, which was season three. And then... Yeah, but it was like- 24 episodes i thought it was only like 10 uh season three was just one game oh yeah you're right and again they that was liquid hype near 90 if not 90 but in season four it was clear they are leading to a much yeah i mean more packed season they're like completely on you cannot compare the two right Right, right. That, that, that's you what asshole. I'm saying. Stop comparing the two. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It was... Okay, I'm going to give my rating because yours sucks. Uh, oh, okay. I believe first half was an 85 and the second half was a 80. So we're in agreement with the first half being 85. Yeah, but it was like just because it was all training. Like they'd never really played a game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They did they did training in a very interesting way, which yeah, is very which is, very hyposaurus by that. Hyposaurus. Um, you could probably go listen to our other episode that we did already, and obviously the scores are probably not going to be the same. Yeah, probably not. But so, I mean, they're probably interesting. they're probably going to be pretty up there, though. I, I think they're going to be up there. Absolutely, I like the first half a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. So yeah, I guess overall an 83 um, bouncing boys with two feet for once yeah <laughs> 83 jumping jumps with two feet out of 100 jumps with single feet i don't fucking know <laughs> yeah whatever it's some weird stuff but you know what go definitely watch it yep definitely watch it it's still for sure worth your time but thank you for giving us your time in this classroom um we are uh we are working our asses off to give you content in this isolation situation please check out our extra credit episodes every Wait, thursday are ranting or want to rant I was gonna, I was gonna just rip it off, you know, just tear this one off and call it, a, call it a day. We can rant. I'll rant. It's up to you. What do you want to rant about, Ethan? Um, well, you promised the peeps a rant. That's right. <laughs> oh no, Ethan, fucking watch Food Wars, but don't watch season five. <laughs> Whoa, really? It sucks. Okay, so Food Wars is a very unique show that found a formula in my opinion that had no business working um it's basically shonen plus cooking plus ichi <laughs> plus orgasms from food literal <laughs> palate orgasms um Yikers. but something about this entire formula tracks i mean there are times when i've <laughs> eaten food that i'm like oh my god 
These ribs, Ethan. I don't think that's literally ever happened to me. I'll be honest with you. So that's like maybe that's where we differ is that, you know, I uh, I get a quick chub every time I have a real mean plate wow. of barbecue. All right, we're done um, with this episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought so now. But, no, I'm just, but all that being said, there are so many people that definitely have like a physical response to eating really good food. Not in this way. I'm just saying they are just like, Oh, yes. Imagine being starving and then finally getting that first bite of food. Yeah, it feels pretty fucking good, frankly. I mean, sure. But exactly. Like, Jesus so, Christ. And it's, I think food is enough of a universal concept where it can be enjoyed yeah, by Yeah, everyone's large, had it at least once. Everyone's had food at least you know? once. If you're listening, chances are you've had food before. And honestly, <laughs> if you haven't email us. you gotta try it you gotta try it email, also email, email us. us and we'll have have you on the podcast we'll interview you about never eating food so dear viewer breatharian what's it like filter feeding for your entire life i guess <laughs> it's you're clearly not at a so bite of your food. aunt you son of a gun well i'm trying man you try to cut me off after i said i got a semi from eating a pair of ribs like shit um <laughs> i mean i mean you blame me my rant is this show shouldn't work Food wars should not work. I was watching it and all the Ichi shit. At first, I was like, okay, guys, come on. But by by season two or three, that, that Ichi shit became the visual representation of this show's power system. People's ability to use flavors and ingredients and, and like, cooking specialties is on par with some of the best shonen writing I have ever seen. They have ranks. They have, you know, uh, the 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 Elite 10, you know, the top 10 of the school basically has more administrative power <gasps> than the director of the school itself. They're up there. And, you know, Food Wars as a concept is anyone at any time can challenge anyone over anything as long as both parties agree and you can find three judges. That's awesome to me. Um like I said, the and the the way that Haikyuu handles hype, the way that you know other battle anime ha like handle hype, this show refines that pure distilled hypeness to a T. It's doing that incredibly well. They turn up what works for cooking in sh for with like shonen tropes to eleven. The battles, the characters, the groups and titles and and rankings. They turn all that up to eleven. And never let up for four seasons. And they turned down the other stuff, you know, like powers. And, you know, the same way Korokono Basket basically turns the powers up for basketball to 11. They just say, screw it. No powers. This is based in reality. All the cooking science is real. All of the cooking recipes are replicatable for the most part. Um, and uh, everyone has their own specialty. And I think I kept watching it and couldn't help thinking, fuck Ethan would love this shit <laughs> he would and I know cooking may not be your thing but everything else around the cooking is worth the watch however I will not spoil anything not for your sake because I don't even know if you ever watch it but <laughs> but for the people at home who haven't seen it I honestly would give this show a 91 overall first four seasons there is no way I think they're pulling um, kind of like uh, the manga is being forced by Shonen Jump editors to pump out more than should be for the story because season four ends in a way that if you end the show there, that is a succinct Shonen masterpiece. But, you know, season five, it's not bad so far, but it's just lost a lot of luster and it's just kind of like, okay.
this is an epilogue. This feels epilogue-esque. Um, so, so with our next episode, I will have the same opinion on that show where I think they should have ended it after a certain season and then the next season was unnecessary. I think I'll have the very exact opposite opinion. No shit. And that the uh, if they we want have to make... basically the opposite opinions on everything, Ricky. I know. That's I'm just what saying makes this I'm... whole thing kind of roll. It's true. That's very true. Because um, like I'm always right and you're always wrong. You know. Not, I don't think I know that. I don't know if you know that either. That's not true. Yeah, you're um, always wrong. So you do not know that you are wrong. There, thus, I'm right. I am Thank going you. to take the time right, at three in the morning <laughs> to do a super cut of all the times Ethan has told me that's a good point or you're right. And trust me, it'll be girthy and <laughs> n- numerous. <laughs> Um, it'll be <laughs> max 20 minutes of a show. That's still a pretty long time, though. How many hours do you think we've done? I'll tell you. you- Over 100. So thank y'all for listening. Um- no, okay. Uh, <laughs> so in response to what you just said, yes, I actually did just watch a video from All Day Anime. Oh, yeah? Which we're patrons of. Yes, we are. Um, our Lord Brigo over there. Um, he just did one is essentially talking about the hype of like food wars and like how it just honestly blows him away and stuff like that. Similar to like hype right. for us. Yeah. And so you basically said the exact same argument. So Oh nice. I don't know. I still don't I'm not still like not that interested. I don't know what to tell you. And that's the thing. I, I'm not necessarily trying to convince you. I am trying to convince them um yeah y'all should watch it (laughs) it it is really a good time and in in, during this isolation situation this um was like the first thing on my list of things to binge all the way through since i had the time and boy howdy was i not disappointed i was really happy i did that i finally understood what all these people i think what it really did for me is i mentioned a couple times a lot of non-weebs will jump into anime using this as a gateway and i could not understand why until i watched it I get it. They're but, ridic- like, to be honest, Etchy Gateway makes no sense. That's why, I di- that's why I was like, there's no fucking way this should be a Gateway anime. It's almost as if they're a little aware of how ridiculous it is. They never they never turn that stuff too high. You know, they don't just basically over-sexualize until well, maybe a little later when you're kind of, you know, numb to it after three seasons of it. But um, the ridiculousness kind of almost works for that because there are times when i see people literally have like you know uh pants creaming sessions and i'm like fuck i'd actually kind of like to eat that dish frankly (laughs) (laughs) i'll have what she's having sir um by the way uh just some quick maths we've done about 300 hours so far there's no fucking way we did 300 hours no way i lied my bad hang on probably around like 60 60 ish I would say, if you listen yeah, to everything like we have and don't 66 sleep, six hours. I want to get to a point where if you listen to all of our stuff back to back and don't sleep, you would die of sleep deprivation. That's my dream, Ethan. How many days is that? I think it's like, I don't know, like a couple weeks. No, I don't believe that for a second. Like nine, day, nine days, maybe. What is this? That that like conspiracy theory, creepy pasta where the guys are going to the tube and don't sleep. <laughs> And then they're like, I never want to sleep again. The hell are you talking about, man? It's like some Russian experiment. Y'all I'll, should look I'll, it up. It's I'll, creepy. I'll, I'll, no, I'm, I'm going to look it up. It Shit. is hella creepy. I might open next episode with talking about that because I'll 
look it up, and I will not do that because my phone is at one percent. So, oh my god, it's how it always goes. But uh, you can charge it over here. Oh, thanks, man. Anywho, we'll do that in the meantime. Um, <laughs> we want to talk about the con. We can talk about the con. Cool. So, uh, Ricky and, and myself are going to be involved in a virtual anime um, convention as a result of this COVID nineteen. Um, rigmarole yes we'll be posting links to that in the coming days on our instagram on our twitter um maybe putting a uh, link to some information in the description of the youtube version of this um come check us out we're gonna be trying our best as a collective a bunch of creators are gonna come together we're gonna be uh raising donations to give to organizations helping everyone during this pandemic uh yeah it's like COVID 19 relief yeah um, and basically there's gonna be like a gaming tournament there's gonna be some cosplay contests and we're and gonna then, be on some panels yeah we're on multiple panels so yep. that's gonna be pretty sweet um the days for that are june 5th and 6th okay that's cool so uh coming up here in about a month all right well um yeah so just one little guy I'll let you guys know that obviously we'll post whatever we can on our social media sites Everywhere. for you to visually see well, like I was saying before, before I was told to give you all the rants that I promised, because I am an honest boy, thank y'all for coming to class. Just trying and to give them more content, Of man. course, we need to give them more content. If you want to listen to some content, go check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and anywhere you get your podcast fix. If you want some of that visual and audio content, go check us out on YouTube. Our extra credit videos will be a lot more visual nowadays. And uh, Ethan's dad's calling to give him more TP. He, like, can't not call me during recording. <laughs> He's really He's good about unreal. that. Um, check us out on Instagram, at webology.podcast. We got memes on memes on news whenever we can get that out during the isolation situation. If you have an anime we should be watching and add to our ever-growing list now, uh, hit us up on our email, webologypodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter, webologyp. I don't know if Ethan still wants to change that name, but I don't I think do, we should. Because I do want to change I it, like it. I honestly don't want to put in the effort to figure out how to do that. Weeby P? Let's do Weeby P. I'm into uh, that. I don't know. Maybe we be the ghost. We be the ghost. <laughs> I like that. But you know what? Until next time, I'm Ricky. And I'm Ethan. And this has been Weebology. Deuces. Deuces. Never change Weebology, Pete. So good. <laughs> Never. Oh.